Hello, 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 everyone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this word before us today. We ask, Father, that you would edify us in this word and help us, Lord, to understand all things before us and utilize it in our lives. And we thank you, Lord, for this word in Jesus' name. Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, we left off at chapter 29. And this, I think, is the last, yes, it is, the last verse in First Chronicles. So, let's finish First Chronicles and move right on into Second Chronicles. Furthermore, David the king said unto all the congregation, Solomon my son, whom alone God hath chosen, is yet young and tender, and the work is great, for the place is not for man." but for the Lord God. Now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God, the gold for the things to be made of gold, the silver for the things of silver, and the brass for the things of brass, the iron for the things of iron, and wood for the things of wood, oxen stones and stones to be set, glistering stones and divers colors and all manner of precious stones, and marble stones in abundance. Moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God, I have of my own proper good of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house, even 3,000 talents of gold, of the gold of Ophir, and 7,000 talents of fine silver to overlay the walls of the house withal. The gold for things of gold and the silver for things of silver and for all manner of work to be made by the hands of the artificers artificers and who then is willing to consecrate his service this day unto the Lord. Then the chief of the fathers and princes of the of the tribe of Israel and the captains of thousands and of hundreds with the rulers of the kings work offered willingly and gave for the service of the house of God of gold 5,000 talents and 10,000 drams and of silver 10,000 talents, and of brass 18,000 talents, and 100,000 talents of iron. And they with whom precious stones were found gave them to the treasure of the house of God by the hand of Jeharel the Gershite. Then the people rejoiced for that they offered willingly because... With perfect heart, they offered willing to the Lord. And David the king also rejoiced with great joy. Wherefore David blessed the Lord 
before all the congregation. And David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatest, and the power, and the glory, and the victory, and the majesty, for all that is in the heavens and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all, and in thy hand is power and might, and in thy hand it is to make great, and to give strength unto all. Then therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thee, glorious name. But whom am I? And what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of thee and of thy own have we given thee. For we are strangers before thee, sojourners as we all our fathers. Our days on earth are as shadow and there is none abiding. O Lord our God, all this store that we have prepared to build thee a house for thy holy name cometh of thy hand and is all thy own. So in other words, all of it belongs to God and all you're doing is giving it back to God. O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our fathers kept this forever in the image in the imitations of the thoughts of heart of thy people and prepare their hearts unto thee and give unto Solomon my brother a perfect heart to keep thy commandment thy testimonies and thy statues and to do all these things and to build the place for which I have made provisions and David said to all the congregation now bless the Lord of your God and all the congregation blessed the Lord God of their fathers and bowed down their heads and worshiped the Lord and the King and they sacrificed sacrifices unto the Lord and offered burnt offerings unto the Lord on the morrow after that day even a thousand bullocks a thousand rams and a thousand lambs with their drink offerings and sacrifice in abundance for all Israel and did eat and drink before the Lord on that day with great gladness and they made Solomon the son of David king the second time and anointed him unto the Lord to be chief governor and Zadok to be priest then Solomon sat on the throne of the Lord as king instead of David his father and prospered and all of Israel obeyed him and all the princes and the mighty men and all the sons likewise of King David submitted themselves unto Solomon the king and the Lord magnified Solomon exceedingly in the sight of Israel and bestowed upon him such royal majesty as had never been on any king before him in Israel. Thus David the son of Jesse reigned over all Israel 
And the time that he reigned over Israel was 40 years. Seven years reigned he in Hebron, and 30 and three years reigned he in Jerusalem. And he died in a good old age, full of days, rich in honor, and Solomon his son reigned in his stead. Now the acts of David the king first and last, behold, they are written in the book of Samuel the seer, and in the book of Nathan the prophet, and in the book of Gad the seer, with all his reign and his might, and the times that went over him, and over Israel, and over all the kingdom of the countries. And that is the end of Chronicles 1. Now we're going to move into Chronicles 2, chapter 1. And Solomon, the son of David, was strengthened in his kingdom, and the Lord his God was with him and magnified him exceedingly. Then Solomon spanked unto all Israel, to the captains of thousands and of hundreds, and to the judges, and to every gov governor in all Israel, the chief of the fathers. So Solomon and all the congregation with him went to the high places that was in Gibeon. For there was the tabernacle of the congregation of God, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, had made in the wilderness. But the ark of God had David brought up from Kistra-Jerim to the place where David had prepared for it, for he had pitched a tent for it in Jerusalem. Moreover, the brazen altar, the Benazel, son of Uri, son of Hur, had made, he put before the tabernacle of the Lord. And Solomon and the congregation sought unto it. And Solomon went up thither to the brazen altar before the Lord, which was at the tabernacle of the congregation, and offered a thousand burnt offerings upon it. And that might in in that night did God appear unto Solomon, and said unto him, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said unto God, Thou hast showed great mercy unto David my father, and hast made me to reign in his stead. Now, O Lord God, let thy promise unto David my father be established. For thou hast made me king over a people like the dust of the earth in multitudes. Give me now wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people. For who can judge this thy people? that is so great. And God said to Solomon, because this was in thy heart, and thou hast not asked riches or wealth, honor, nor the life of thy enemies, neither yet hast asked long life, but hast asked wisdom and knowledge for thyself, that thou mayest judge my people over whom I have made the king, wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee, and I will give thee riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had, 
that have been before thee, neither shall there any after thee have the like. Then Solomon came from his journey to the high place that was at Gibeon to Jerusalem. For before the tabernacle of the congregation was reigned over Israel. And Solomon gathered chariots and horsemen, and he had a thousand and four hundred chariots and twelve thousand horsemen, which he placed in the chariot city, with which the king, with, with, and with the king at Jerusalem. And the king made silver and gold at Jerusalem as plenteous as stone and cedar trees made he as the sycamore trees that are in the vale for abundance. And Solomon had horses brought out of Egypt and linen yarn. The king's merchant received the linen yarn at a price, and they fetched up and brought forth out of Egypt a chariot for six hundred shekels of silver and a horse for a hundred and fifty. And so brought they out horses for all the kings of the Hittites and for the kings of Syria by their means. Chapter 2 And Solomon determined to build a house for the name of the Lord and a house for his king. And Solomon, to, and Solomon told out three thousand. Uh, excuse me. And Solomon told out three score and ten thousand men to bear burdens, and four score thousand to hew in the mountains, and three thousand and six hundred to oversee them. And Solomon sent to Urim, the king of Tyre, saying, As thou didst deal with David my father, and didst send him seated to build him a house, to dwell, dwell therein, even so deal with me. Behold, I built a house, the name of the Lord my God, to dedicate it to him, and to and to burn before him sweet incense, and for the continual showbread, and for the burnt offerings morning and evening on the Sabbath, and on the new moon, and on the solemn feast of the Lord our God. This is an ordinance for forever to Israel. And the house which I built is great, for the for great is our God above all gods. But who is able to build him a house, seeing the heaven and heaven of heavens cannot contain him? Who am I then that I should build him a house, save only in burnt sacrifices before him? Send me now therefore a man cunning to work in gold and in silver, and in brass, and in iron, and in purple, and in crimson, and blue, and that can skill to, to grave with the cunning men that are with me in Judah and in Jerusalem, whom David my father did provide. Send me also cedar trees, fir trees, alumina, al algum trees, out of 
Lebanon, for I know that thy servant can skill to cut timber in Lebanon. And behold, my servants shall be with thee, be with thy servants, even to prepare me timber in abundance for the house which I am about to build shall be wonderful great. And behold, I will give to thy servant, I will give to thy servants the hues that cut timber, 20,000 measures of beaten wheat and 20,000 measures of barley and 20,000 ba- baths of wine and 20,000 baths of oil. Then Huron, the king of Tyre, answered in writing, which he sent to Solomon, because the Lord have loved his people, he have made the king over them. Huram said, Moreover, blessed be the Lord God of Israel, that made heaven and earth, who have given to David the king a wise son, endureth with prudence and understanding, that might build a house for the Lord and all the house for his kingdom. And now I have sent a cunning man, endured with understanding, of Huram, my father's, the son of a woman of daughter of Dan, and his father was a man of Tyre, skillful to work in gold and in silver, in brass, in iron, in stone, in timber, in purple, in blue, and in fine linen, and in crimson, also to grave any manner of graving, and to find out every device which shall be put to him with thy cunning man, men and with thy cunning men of my Lord David thy father. Now therefore, the wheat and the barley, the oil and the wine, which my Lord hath spoken of, let him send unto his servants, and we will cut wood out of Lebanon as much as thou shalt need, and we will bring it to thee in floaties by sea to Joppa, and thou shalt carry it up to Jerusalem. And Solomon numbered all the strangers that were in the land of Israel. And after the number wherewith David his father had numbered them, and they were found a hundred and fifty thousand and three hundred and six hundred. And he set threescore and ten thousand of them to be bearers of burdens, and fourscore thousand to be hewers in the mountain, and three thousand and six hundred overseers to set the people at work. That is a lot of work. (laughs) That's a lot of work, but they're going to get paid for it properly, and that's what's important. If you're going to have people do a job for you, and it's a really tedious, heavy job, then pay them. Pay them their due. Give them what's right. Don't cheat people out their money, because at the end of it all, you're going to lose out if you cheat them. 
they will not make the project right. They'll resent you and things will start going awry. Okay, let's move on to chapter three. All right, this is Second Chronicles chapter three, verse one. Then Samuel, I'm sorry, then Solomon began to build the house of the Lord at Jerusalem in Mount Morah, where the Lord appeared unto David his father in the place that David had prepared in the threshing floor of Ornan, uh, the Jezite. And he began to build in the second day of the second month in the fourth year of his reign. Let's keep that in mind. Second day, second month, fourth year. Okay, we remember we went over the uh, months, the Hebrew months. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Two, two, and four. Okay. Now these are the things wherein Solomon was instructed for the building of the house of God. The length by cubits after the first measure was three score cubits and the brethren and the breadth 20 cubits. And the porch that was in front of the house, the length of it was according to the breadth of the house, 20 cubits. And the height was 120 and he overlaid it within with pure gold. And the great and the greater house he he sealed with fir tree, which he overlaid with fine gold, ooh, and set there on palm trees and chains. And he garnished the house with precious stones. For beauty, and the gold was gold of Favium. He overlaid also the house, the beams, the post, and the walls thereof, and the doors thereof, with gold and graven cherubims on the walls. And he made the most holy house, the length whereof was according to the breadth of the house, 20 cubits, and the breadth thereof, 20 cubits, and he overlaid it with fine gold, amounting to 600 talents. And the weight of the nails, <laughs> the weight of the nails was 50 shekels of gold. Woo, wow. And he overlaid the upper chambers with gold. Hmm. And in the most holy house, he made two cherubims of image work and overlaid them with gold. And the wings of the cherubims were 20 cubits long. One wing of the one cherubim was five cubits reaching to the wall of the house. And the other wing was likewise five cubits reaching to the wing of the other cherubim. And one wing of the other cherubim was five cubits reaching to the wall of the house. And the other wing was five cubits also joining to the wing of the other cherubim. The wings of these cherubim spread themselves forth uh, 
20 cubits and they stood on their feet and their faces were inward. And he made the veil of the blue and purple and crimson and fine linen and wrought cherubims thereon. Also he made before the house two pillars of thirty and five cubic high and the chap, uh, chapter that was on top of each of them was five cubics. And he made chains as in the oracle and put them on the heads of the pillars and made an hundred pomegranates and put them on the chains. And he reared up the pillars before the temple, one on the right hand and the other on the left, and called the name that's on the right hand Jackin, and the name of the other on the left Boaz. <laughs> okay. Chapter 4. Moreover, he made an altar of brazen twenty cubits in length thereof, and twenty cubits that breathe thereof, and ten cubits the height thereof. Also, he made a molten sea, a ten cubic for brim, for brim to brim, round to compass, and five cubits the height thereof, of a line of thirty cubits did compass it around about, and under it was the similitude of oxen which did compass it around about ten in a cubic compass the sea round about two rows of oxen were cast when it was cast it stood up twelve oxen and three looking towards the north and three looking towards the west three looking towards the south and three looking towards the east and the sea was set above upon them and all their hinder parts were inward and the thickness of it was a hand's breadth and the brim of it like the work of the brim of a cup with flowers of lilies, and it received and held 3,000 baths. He made also 10 lavers and put five on the five hand and five on the left hand. Five on the right hand, five on the left hand, to wash in them such things as they offered for burnt offerings. They'd wash in them. But the sea was for the priest to wash in. And he made ten candlesticks of gold according to their form and set them in the temple, five on the right hand and five on the left. He made also ten tables and placed them in the temple, five on the right side and five on the left. And he made a hundred basins of gold. Bassoon, excuse me, of gold. 
There, uh, furthermore, he made the court of the priests and the great court and the doors for the court and overlaid the doors of them with brass. And he set the sea on the right side of the east end over the end over against the south. And Rurim made the pots and the shovels and the bassoons, and Huron finished the work that he was to make for King Solomon for the house of God. To wit, the two pillars and the pommels and the chapters were which were on top of the two pillars and the two wreaths to cover the two pommels of the cap chapters which were on the top of the pillars and 400 pomegranates on the two wreaths two rows of pomegranates on each wreath to cover the two pommels of the chapter which were upon the pillars he made also uh, bases and lavers made he upon the braid of the ba- the basses bases excuse me so let's read that again 14 he made also bases and lavers made he upon the bases okay one sea and twelve oxen under it the pot also and the shovel and the flesh hook and all their instruments did Huram his father make to King Solomon for the house of the Lord of bright brass. In the plain of Jordan did the king cast them in the clay ground between Sukkoth and Zerudoth. Uh, thus Solomon made all these vessels in great abundance for the weight of the brass could not be found out. And Solomon made all the vessels that were for the house of God, the gold altar also, and the tables wherein the shewbread was set. Moreover, the candlesticks with their lamps, that they should burn after the manner before the oracle of pure gold. And the flowers and the lamps and the tongues made he of gold and that perfect gold. And the snuffers and the bassoons and the spoons and the censers of pure gold. And the entry of the house, the inner door thereof for the most holy place. And the doors of the house of the temple were of gold. Okay. So you can see they are quite underway getting the Lord's house prepared. Okay. We are going to now move into chapter 5. Second Chronicles chapter 5. That's all the work that Solomon made for the house of the Lord was finished and Solomon brought in all the things that David his father had dedicated and the silver and the gold and all the instruments put he among the treasures of the house of God. Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes, the chief of the fathers of the children of Israel unto Jerusalem to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of the city of David, which is Zion, 
Wherefore all the men of Israel assembled themselves unto the king in the feast which was in the seventh month. Now, seventh month, everybody. We know that's a very important month, right? High holy days. High holy days. Okay. And all the elders of Israel came and the Levites took up the ark and they brought up the ark and the tabernacle of the congregation and all the holy vessels that were in the tabernacle. These did the priests and the Levites bring up also King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him before the ark. Sacrifice sheep and oxen which could not be told nor numbered for multitude. And the priest brought in the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord into his place, to the oracle of the house, and into the most holy place, even under the wings of the cherubim. For the cherubim spread forth their wings over the place of the Ark, and the cherubims covered the Ark and the staves thereof above. And they drew out the staves of the ark, that the ends of the staves were seen from the ark before the oracle, but they were not seen without, and there it is until this day. There was nothing in the ark save the two tablets which Moses put therein at Horeb. When the Lord made the covenant with the children of Israel and when he came out of Egypt and it came to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place for all the priests that were present were sanctified and did not then wait by course. Also, the Levites, which were the singers, all of them of Ashva and Heman of Jethum and their sons and their brethren uh, began array and in white linen, having cymbals and pastry and harps, stood at the east end of the altar, and with them a hundred and twenty priests, sounding with trumpets. It came even to pass as the trumpets and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voices with the trumpets and the cymbals and the instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, that he then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Now, pay attention to this very last ending. They are praising the Lord. They are on one accord. Uh, if you Remember, there are times when they, when they're uh, praising the Lord. Uh, the horn blowing is one long note, and that's what happened here. Okay, um, their voices lifted up, and they were playing their instruments, and everybody was on the same key. 
like you say, ah, okay? Everybody was on that key, ah, okay? So the Lord's glory came through. It shined through the house. And when the Lord's glory shines through the house, now a lot of you know this when you're in the church and um, the Lord's glory comes into the church. What happens? Yeah, you can't do anything. You literally freeze up. You can't say nothing. It gets, people have said it's gotten so cloudy they couldn't see. Um, they couldn't speak. They couldn't move. And this is what was happening here. The ministers, um, excuse me, the priests could not say anything. They couldn't continue. So it says here, so the priests could not stand to minister, see, by reason of the cloud, the cloud of glory. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house. So, and that's what happens. Nothing moves, nothing is said. Everything stops for the glory of God. Okay? All right, let's move on to chapter 6. Then said Solomon, The Lord have said that he would dwell in the thick darkness, but I have built a house of habitation for thee and a place for thy dwelling forever. And the king turned his face and blessed the whole congregation of Israel and all the congregation of Israel stood. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who hath with his hands fulfilled that which he spanked with his mouth to my father David, saying, Since the day that I brought forth my people out of the land of Egypt, I choose no city among all the tribes of Israel to build a house in, that my name might be there. Neither choose I any man to be a ruler over my people Israel. But I have chosen Jerusalem, that my name might be here, and have chosen David to be over my people Israel. Now, it was in the heart of David, my father, to build a house for the name of the Lord God of Israel. But the Lord said to David, my father, For as much as it was in thy heart to build a house for my name, thou didst well in that it was in thy heart, Notwithstanding, thou shalt not build the house, but thy son shall come forth out of thy loins, and he shall build the house for my name. The Lord, therefore, hath performed his word that he hath spoken, for I have risen up in the room of David my father. And am set on the throne of Israel as the Lord promised, and have built the house for the name of the Lord God of Israel. And in it have I put the ark wherein is the covenant of the Lord that he made with, with the children of Israel. And he stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands. 
For Solomon had made a brazen scuffer of five cubits long and five cubits broad and three cubits high and had set it in the midst of the court. And upon it he stood and knelt down upon his knees before all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands towards heaven and said, O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like thee in heaven nor in earth, which keepest covenant and showeth mercy unto thy servants that walketh before thee with all their hearts. Thou which hast kept with thy servant David my father that which thou hast promised him and spanked with thy mouth and hast fulfilled it with thy hand as it is this day. Now therefore, O Lord God of Israel, Keep with thy servant David, my father, that which thou hast promised him, saying, There shall not fail, there, there shall not fail thee a man in my sight to sit upon the throne of Israel, yet so that my children take heed to their way to walk in my law as thou hast walked before me. Now then, O Lord God of Israel, let thy words be verified which thou hast spoken unto thy servant David. But will God in very deed dwell with man on earth? Behold, heaven and the heavens of heavens cannot contain thee, however, much less the house which I have built. Have respect, therefore, to the prayer of thy servant and to his supplication. O Lord my God, to hearken unto the cry and the prayer which thou servant prayeth before thee, that thine eyes may be open upon the house day and night upon the place whereon thou hast said that thou wouldest put thy name there to hearken unto the prayer which thy servant prayed towards thy place. Towards this place, excuse me. Hearken therefore unto the supplication of thy servant and thy people Israel, which they shall make forward this place. Hear thou for thy dwelling place, even for heaven, and when thou hearest, forgive. If a man sin against his neighbor, and an oath be laid upon him to make him swear, and the oath put before him altar in his house, then hear thou from heaven and do, and judge thy servant by requiting the wicked, by recompensing his way upon his own head, and by justifying the righteous by giving him according to his righteousness. And if thy person Israel be put to the worse before the enemy, because they have sinned against thee and shall return and confess thy name and pray and make supplication before thee in this house, then hear thou for the heavens and forgive the sin of the people Israel and bring again unto the land which thou gavest to them and to their fathers. When the heaven is shut up and there is no rain, because there 
they have sinned against thee. Yet if they pray towards this place and confess thy name and turn from their sin, which thou doest afflict them, then hear thou from heaven and forgive the sin of thy servants and of thy people Israel. When thou hast taught them the good way, wherein they should walk and sin reign upon thy land, which thou hast given unto thy people for an inheritance. If there be dearest in the land, if there be pestilence, if there be blistering or mildew, locusts or caterpillar, if there be enemies besiege them in the cities of their land, whatsoever sore or whatsoever sicketh they be, then what prayer or what supplication soever shall be made of any man or of all thy people Israel, when every one shall know his own sore and his own grief and shall spread forth his hands in his house, then hear then hear thou from heaven thy dwelling place, and forgive and render unto every man according unto all his ways, whose heart thou knowest, for thou only knowest the heart of the children of men, that they may fear thee to walk in thy ways, so long as they live in the land which thou gavest unto our fathers. Moreover, concerning the stranger, which is not of thy people Israel, but is to come from a far country for thy great name's sake, and they mighty hands, and they stretch out arm. If they come and pray in this house, then hear thou from the heavens, even from thy dwelling place, and do according to all that the stranger calleth to thee for. For all people of the earth may know thy name and fear thee, as doeth thy people Israel, and may know that this house which I have built is called by thy name. If thy people go out to war against this enemy by the way that thou shalt send them, and they pray unto thee towards this city which thou hast chosen, and the house which I have built for thy name, then hear thou from the heavens their prayer and their supplication, and maintain their course. If they sin against thee, for there is no man which sinneth not, and thou be angry with them, and deliver them over before their enemies, and they carry them away captive unto a land far off or near. Yet if they bethink themselves in the land whither they are carried captive, and turn and pray unto thee in the land of their captives, saying, We have sinned, and we have done amiss, and have dealt, and have dealt wickedly. If they return to thee with all their heart and with all their soul in land of their captivity, whether they have carried them captive and prayed towards their land, which thou gavest unto their fathers and towards the city which thou hast chosen and towards the house which I have built for thy name. Then hear thou from the heavens, even from thy dwelling place, 
their prayer and their supplication and maintain their course and forgive thy people which have sinned against thee. Now, my God, let I beseech thee, thy eyes be open and let thy ears be attentive unto the prayer that is made in this place. Now, therefore, arise, O Lord God, into thy resting place, thou in the ark of thy strength. Let the priest, O Lord God, be clothed with salvation and let thy saints rejoice in goodness. O Lord God, Turn not away thy face of thine anointed. Remember the mercies of David thy servant. Verse 7. Now when Solomon had made an end of praying, and the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and the sacrifice, and the glory of the Lord filled the house, and the priests could not enter into the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the house. And when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord came upon the house, they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement and worship and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endure forever. Then the king of all people offered sacrifices before the Lord, and King Solomon offered a sacrifice of twenty and two thousand oxen and and a hundred and twenty thousand sheep. So the king of all the people dedicated the house of God, and the priests waited on their officers and the Levites also with instruments of music of the Lord, which David the king had made to praise the Lord, because his mercy endured forever. When David praised by their ministry, and the priests sounded trumpets before them, and all of Israel stood. Now I'm going to stop here at chapter um, chapter 7 at 7, verse 7. And I want to say very uh, quickly, I want everybody to take note. In chapter 6, notice what he said. Okay? Chapter 6, 20... Uh, chapter 6, 37, 38. Yet if... They rethink themselves in the land where they are carried captive and turn and pray unto thee in the land of their captivity, saying, We have sinned, we have done amiss, and have dealt wickedly. If they return to thee with all their hearts and with all their soul in the land of their captivity, whether they have carried them captive and pray towards their land which thou gavest unto their fathers towards the city which thou hast chastened and towards the house which I have built for their name. Then hear thou from the heavens, even from my dwelling place, their prayer and their supplications and maintain their course and forgive thy people which have sinned against thee. Hello, everyone. There are so many of you who are relatives in the past, okay? Our ancestors upset and made the Lord mad. 
And that's why we are here in all the different lands. Okay? I've said this before. Drop down and ask God for forgiveness, not just for your sins, but for the sins of your ancestors. Heal yourself and your family line <coughs> of the wickedness that they did before the Lord. And here it is right here in print, what you need to do. People, let's get it done. And then see the Lord move in your behalf. Amen? Amen. Okay, that is our program for tonight. This is Minister MacMillan. Thank you for joining us. I hope that you guys join us tomorrow. Uh, those of you who would like to contact me, you can reach me at anchor.fm right slash L-I-N-D-A <coughs> dash M-C-M-I-L-L-I-A-N Nine. Those of you who want to reach me by email, my email address is mcmillions75 at gmail.com. That's Macmillions, Macmillan75 gmail.com. <coughs> For those of you who would like to sponsor our program or <clears throat> would like to donate. There are two buttons below this page. Please feel free to punch either one of those buttons. We appreciate your donation and your sponsorship. Thank you so much. Um, the information that you're looking for will be provided to you. Okay, everyone. Good night and God bless.